Hello, party people. This is the Just Ideas podcast. My name's Andy. I'm with Andy, and these are Just Ideas. In this episode, we tell you Dr. Yurik's theory about the mountain of success. And we propose that if life's a race, you're in a Honda Accord and Donald Trump is in a Lamborghini. One day, McIntyre Jr. goes up to his dad and he says, Dad, listen, I need a new car. Mr. McIntyre says, what are you talking about? I just got you a Honda Accord a couple years ago. And he says, yeah, but here's the thing is Jimmy's dad just gave him his old BMW. It's pretty nice. What do you think? What do I think? What do you think? You catch me with that every single time. You'd think we'd, we could rehearse these things better. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay, so, well, this is the perfect story to set up today's topic, which is what I'm going to call the mountain of success. Mountain of success. And the point of the mountain of success is like McIntyre with his, what, three or four-year-old Accord, McIntyre mm-hmm. Jr. Oops, I accidentally called him the right name. <laughs> McIntyre Jr. could look down... At the kid who has an eight-year-old Mitsubishi with... Now, is the bumper hanging off the Mitsubishi, is that standard equipment? Standard equipment, Or does equipment, it just always yeah. happen? Oh, yeah. No, every right? time. So you can look up or you can look down. Right. And if you look down, you're going to be happy. And if you look up, you're going to be sad. Right. When, now, I know there's nothing young people like yourself like more <laughs> than hearing about how it was in the old days. I knew you were going to say it. So the old days. lean back and dig in because I'm going to tell you how it was when I was in college. So for the most part of when I was in college, I did not have a vehicle. Okay. But during junior year, I convinced my father at Christmas I should drive the very old family car to college and have a car at college. Okay. It was a 1973 AMC Hornet. Ooh. You don't probably know what AMC is. Hornet sounds cool. It, it sounds cool, but it wasn't. Oh, no. It was like... A small station wagon built by the worst quality car company that existed at that time. Gotcha. So to get the vehicle ready to drive to college, um, my father took me outside to work on the brakes. Okay. And the way we worked on the car in my family was I sat next to my father while he yelled at the car and me until the car got fixed. Gotcha. (laughs) So there's a lot of yelling and uh, the car is quote unquote fixed. I more or less drive the, I don't know what it was, 475 miles to Wittenberg with the brakes on nice. because we didn't put the brakes on properly. So they were on the whole way. I stopped for lunch and I smelled something, but I'm like, I got to go. <laughs> so at some point, the brakes were so jammed on that the car would only work in reverse. Oh my gosh. So we'd park the car. And then someone would park behind me, and we couldn't get out because the car would only go in reverse. And you might think, well, how are you going to drive a car that only goes in reverse? And the answer is, it was a small town, and we would just drive the car backwards. So You're we kidding. needed to go to intramurals. So six of us would get in the car, and I would drive it backwards in the lane you know, you were supposed yeah, to be. Yeah, i yeah. just drive the car backwards, You're which insane. is tricky because when you get over you know, 15 miles going in reverse – a little tip of the steering wheel the wrong way, and bam, you're done. You're in the oncoming traffic lane, or you've hit a parked car. But I, you know, I drive drive carefully. So we'd get, you know, the guys going intermural's, and we'd lift up the car, and we'd lift its back end into the road, and then I would drive in reverse the mile oh and a half, because you know what it reveals is we were a little lazy too. We didn't <laughs> want to walk the mile and a half. We wanted right. to take my car that drove backwards. Point of the story was horrible vehicle only drove backwards. My dad paid to give it, get it fixed as long as I'd leave it at home forever. That was the end of my foray into a car at college. Oh, my gosh. But the point of the story is having a car 
in college, not only driving backwards, but having a car in college puts you in the top half. Right. Right back then. Yeah. Right. Because most most people didn't have a car. So it's it's whether you look up or you let. Look, so that that story went on and on. Sorry. So <laughs> okay. here's what the mountain of success is. It's a new way of looking at things to try to make. To be realistic, which is one of our big themes, and to make people feel good. So the idea is that we've got the picture in your mind a mountain. And at the top of the mountain is a pinnacle of power and money. Right. And now the reason we're going to put power and money up there is because everybody could have their own personal mountain. And whatever you think the greatest thing is, is at the top of the mountain. That's right. But if you look at human beings... They seem to be interested in power and money. They do. So we're going to put power and money at the top of the mountain. Yep. So currently at the top of the mountain is your friend Donald Trump, right? <laughs> he's the president of the United States, and he's got allegedly bag loads of money, right? Apparently, so he's yes. at the top of the mountain. And, 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 and then other people are up there, you know, Bill Gates sure. and all these people. Lots of money, lots of uh, power. So the way my story works is you consider, each of you listening, and you and I, we consider... Where were we born on this mountain? At the top is you know power and money. Then at the bottom of the mountain would be people who were born with no opportunity and no money, no yeah. connection whatsoever. You could metaphorically be born underground <laughs> if you're born to a mom who's addicted to drugs, you don't know who uh, your father is, I you see. have to dig out of the ground just to get back. To, you're, you're born essentially below zero. And then life is climbing the mountain. So this metaphor can keep you motivated and keep you grounded because what you do is you ask yourself, where did I start on the mountain? Mm -hmm. And then you ask yourself, how far can I climb up instead of looking up the mountain at people ahead of you? Because a lot of those people started way above you. So Donald Trump, as you know, started with, two, his father gave him $200 million to start his business. He did, he And did. some financial, you, you can ask your dad to check this, but financial experts did some analysis and figured if when his dad had given him that money, he put it in the Vanguard Index Mutual Fund, he would be worth much more today than he's worth because he hasn't matched the return of the stock market because he had so many bankruptcies and bad ideas. Gotcha. Then we had fun doing it, right? But I mean, when your dad gives you $200 million to get going in life, you are starting damn near the top. Yeah, absolutely. And the interesting thing... I'm just pointing out is that if you look at people who run for president as the Republican, they're starting pretty damn close to the top of the mountain. George Bush? G George regular Bush. Regular Bush. His dad was a senator. Yeah. Right? Came from a very wealthy family. And of course, George W. Bush, his dad was the president. Yeah. His grandfather was a senator. It's pretty close to the top of the mountain. Fairly, yes. Right? Mitt Romney's father was the president of American Motors who built that Hornet. And, no kidding. And the governor of Michigan. What do you know? Yeah. And um, John McCain's father was an admiral. Mm. Right? And he's in the Navy in, uh, in Vietnam. They kept Barack Obama. Single mom and his dad's in, in Nairobi. Nairobi. Right? In Nairobi, Kenya, right? He grows up with a single mom. That's right. Um, you got Bill Clinton, who grew up in rural Arkansas. Mom <laughs> was a disaster, chain smoking, windbreaker wearing woman. He had a fist fight with his stepfather. Oh my God. Right? It's, it's, you know, and, and it's, it's just, you know, an, an interesting different circumstances. Yeah, different circumstances, different, different hard, place on the mountain. Life is hard no matter what, but it's what circumstances is what we're talking about when it comes to the mountain, right? Right. And what you should do is um, wherever you live, 
everybody listening, right? Whenever, wherever your social circle is, pick the person who's pick the person who is spoiled. Okay. <laughs> and in in front of like a lunch of eight people, say, hey, you know, you're spoiled. Watch them turn bright red get and start screaming because they don't want to acknowledge they were grown up the hill. Yeah, I've seen right? that. The, the, yeah, you know, they don't want to acknowledge. here, And this is one of the things. Again, I consider myself to be a conservative person, right. but I don't find a home for me in either party because what I find the Republican Party pretending is that life is a race. We all start on the starting line. Yep. And, and they yell go, right? And then there's... Donald Trump's got a Lamborghini. You got a Hornet. George W. Bush <laughs> has some kind of a rocket-powered car. <laughs> Somebody's got a Hornet that goes backwards. Someone's got an Accord. And the poor crack baby, right, has two legs in casts, one crutch, and a weight tied to his waist. And, and they the yell, gun. go. Yeah. <laughs> and Donald Trump wins, and he got his arms up. He's running around. I'm the winner. And, and it, isn't, it isn't a fair race. So as a liberal, you get upset the race isn't fair, and then... This drives half the country to say life isn't fair and they, you know, get their fur up and everything. But the point is, let's acknowledge that this mountain exists. And what I think we should do, and again, neither party, I think, does this. What I think is, to the people who are on the top of the, if you've made it to the top quarter of the mountain, you should contribute cash to create opportunities for the other people to climb higher. They call it equality versus equity. It's opportunity, right? You give them opportunity. So metaphorically, you make the mountain less steep to climb. Right. And if you're a Republican listener right now, you'll be screaming at your radio or wherever you listen to the podcast, those damn people won't climb no matter what. And the answer, of course, the reason that people are all over the spectrum is because everybody's right. Sure, some people won't climb. Right. But then the liberals will be yelling, yes, they will. You're right, too. Some people will climb. Mm -hmm. Right? So some people will climb. Some people will not climb. But the easier you make the climb, the more people who will make it. And that's really a harmonious way to say it's more fair is if we diminish the mountain or flatten the mountain, as you say, and it's climb or don't climb. That's yeah. a Republican view. And flattening the mountain in and of itself is the liberal view. Well, well, I think the flat mountain is neither view. Really? Because the liberals want everyone to make it to the top of the mountain. Okay, okay. And the conservatives say every man for themselves. And if you started the mountain, too bad for you. Gotcha, so gotcha. So again, I find no home for my view that the reasonable incline on the mountain, and then you climb or not climb, too bad for you or happy for you. Yeah, right? we have to make and, our own political party. And that would be party. societally how we would take this mountain metaphor. Now, personally, you use it as a motivation. You say to yourself, where did my parents start me? And where can I get to? Yeah. Right? So you stop looking at the kid who has the BMW, and you stop say, start saying to yourself, well, I was born with this opportunity, and therefore, I'm going to see how far I can climb. And now what you see is, the lower you started on the mountain, if you're buying the philosophy, the happier you have an opportunity to be. Because if you're like Donald Trump or George W. Bush, and you literally just have to trip forward, like, right? what are you going to do? Well, I'm going to fall down. I hope you fall forward. If you fall back, it's okay too because you're way at the top of the mountain. But if you start towards the bottom of the mountain, there's a long way to go. Right. Plus, um, you when you go, you feel like you're going yourself. I guarantee you, these kids whose dad gets them a great job or the mom gets them a great job, they don't feel good about that. No. You, you feel good 
saving up your money when you work. I don't know if anyone your age does this anymore, but you could get a job, save your money, and buy your own car. Right. I've met a few people who have done that, and they feel incredible, and they show it off, and they say, I bought this car. And it's oftentimes not an impressive car at all in, like, in terms of how society would judge it, but they're so profoundly proud of it because they did it. Yeah, when I was, um, when I was 16, actually when I was 15, I bought a 1966 Cadillac Coupe de Ville. Coupe de Ville. With my own money. And I made that money. I was washing dishes at a mafia restaurant because you <laughs> had to be right. 16 to get a job. But if you were 15, they'd pay you cash. <laughs> and uh, I saved it up two bucks an hour. And I saved it up $2 an hour at a time, got my Cadillac. And I thought there wasn't a happier person on planet Earth. Probably not. Right? And it, you know, it was a ridiculous car. But, um, but, but the point of the story is that we can measure ourselves against ourselves. And if you think about it, I don't know, but I'm going to guess something in a neighborhood of one-third of people go backwards from, mm. from where they were started. Maybe. And maybe two-thirds go, go, go forward. And it, could, it doesn't have to be in terms of money and power. Yeah. It could be that, that your father worked 12 hours a day and on the weekend and, and never saw his kids, and, and your goal is to work a reasonable amount and, and be a better father right. than it's your relative. father was. It's it's your mountain can be whatever your mountain is, but you ask yourself, what, what advantages have I received? And then for my goals... How can I go go higher up the mountain? Can I be a better person, have a better marriage, be a better parent, um, have a job I like more, right? right? Be more creative, paint more pictures, do my dream, whatever it is. But you look at it as a mountain, and then every day you get up and you ask yourself, how do I get further up the mountain? What skills do I need? What do I have to do? And it can be personally motivational because... It's demotivational to look at the other kids' BMW. Sure, sure. You know, you just feel bad about your Honda Honda Accord. Right. But if you bought that Honda Accord yourself, you can say that little guy's spoiled. <laughs> I bought mine myself. There's the gratification. I think at the very least, a lot of people can agree <laughs> with that idea of um, whatever your mountain is. I want to be a better parent. I want to have more time with my kids. I want to make more money than my dad or mom did. Then it's just climbing your mountain of success. And yeah, some people will climb, some people won't. And if we flatten the mountain, right, it doesn't have to be a flat line, right. but it's pretty daggone steep. Yeah, I mean, you see that. And it's like, it seems like every decade you see how the, you know, there's gaps between, you know, people at the bottom and people at the top, you know, and you see less and less people right there in the middle of the mountain. There was a study that, that came across, there were 31 countries where the mountain was less steep than America. Mm. So in 31 countries, children it was easier for children to surpass their parents than America. So you wow. just you calculate, can parents, uh, I mean, can children surpass their parents? One of them is, um, how likely are children of unsuccessful parents to become successful? And they do a study. And the mountain in America is difficult. Apparently so. You probably have a higher percentage of kids <laughs> leaping their parents in those countries you're talking about. And a lower percentage here in America of kids that are going further than their parents went. Yes. Right. Well, I think it's a fascinating idea. You'll have to stew on that. But for Just Ideas, my name's Andy, and that was Andy.